clipped. Oh, me. I'm getting piss boy mixed up with piss baby. <laughs> <laughs> you forgot the piss baby to grow up a little bit. And you'll bring a piss boy. Johnny had a stroke. <laughs> it made you. <laughs> uh, that was our intro backwards. Oh, nice, nice. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> that was our. That was you made it. Pull up a chair. It's the TV boys, the show where we, the boys, talk about TV. Uh, okay. <laughs> it was that, but it was backwards. I read it backwards because I'm just so, I'm just so silly, man. <laughs> I'm just think, such a funny boy. <laughs> I think you may have. I think you may may have fallen into a trap <laughs> but we'll uh we'll have to check the tape and see to be sure because it is tough to know in case you're wondering where we're having these quandaries trying to figure things out i think it's time i told you that you made it so pull up a chair it's the bv toys the show where we the toys talk about bv <laughs> hey i'm a professional i read the script as written in case you're wondering about this madness it is the tv boys we're here once again uh i'm izzy who else we got i'm thomas and i'm johnny we're back in the booth once again i don't know we we have sometimes sometimes the chaos of life changes up uh the the release and recording schedule but um this will obviously come to the listener late because we're recording today, but just a happy Easter, everyone. Indeed. It's, the, it's the Easter day. It's the Easter day. I have had my eyes peeled all day long, and I have not found a single hidden egg. Have, have either of you? Of course I have. Nice. I sniffed them out, man. I'm looking for those eggs. Okay. Well, you've got one up on me. Um, we, Thomas, unless you found an egg, I think we should go ahead and tell the people who it is we're talking about this week, this, this Easter Sunday. I have not found an egg. Okay. All right. Well, Johnny, take it away. Uh, this week we're talking about the one and only Kristen Bell. Oh, the old K-Bell herself. In case you're wondering who Kristen Bell is, maybe... An IMDb top four will remind you. Thomas, what you got? Kristen Bell is known for Frozen, Veronica Mars, Veronica Mars. And then what? And then forgetting Sarah Marshall. Oh, did you start that? <laughs> did you forget that you already said Veronica Mars? Did you forget Veronica Mars? No, for some reason IMDb no, on there twice. lists like the initial series like the whole series, I guess the TV series as one Veronica Mars and then the 2014 movie as a separate mm. Veronica Mars. Uh okay. 2014 was not a movie, sir. Pretty sure it was. It was an 8 episode season. I'm pretty sure it was originally written as a movie, but then it came out as a season. No, the one then 2019 Do was your a research. season. 2014 was a movie. All right, look up 20. Was it really? Am I wrong? Yeah, 20. Damn it. 2014 was a, I had some was a movie. Bad info. <laughs> I could have sworn. That's why I was such an asshole. About That's why it. 2004, yeah. oh, man, 2004 to 2019, yeah, Thomas and Thomas did it so good. He explained it so well. Yeah, 2004 to 2019 is really 2004, <clears throat> 5, and 6, and then they brought it back in 2019 for its final season. 2014 was the movie in between the final, what they thought was the initial final season, and then the true final season. Now, I will say this. Those first four seasons or whatever were like 20 episodes each, and that final season was eight. Yeah. So maybe what you're saying, maybe they were like, all right, so we're going to do a sequel movie, and then made it an eight-episode season for that set for like the second one 
because it the, the that final season was like eight episodes only and and I think all of the other ones were 20. Mm. And that was the only season to come out after the movie. Yeah. That makes sense. I just I just uh I I read it wrong. I I was under the impression that the movie never got made and that the movie got made into uh one of the seasons. But hey, that's pretty cool. I watched Veronica Mars for the first time this week and it's uh I can see why people like it. I, it's pretty interesting. Um successfully funded a Kickstarter for the first time uh this week. And oh, yeah? I believe the Veronica Mars movie, um, that's how it was made. It was mm-hmm. a Kickstarter for two million dollars to make the movie, and I believe it brought in uh five million dollars on Kickstarter. Oh jeez. Uh Forgetting Sarah Marshall is a movie I have not seen, but I do know that that guy from How I Met Your Mother is in it. Mm-hmm. So Jason maybe Siegel. it's good because I like Jason. Uh, it's uh, if I remember correctly, it's just like a you know a raunchy comedy from the 2010s. Like, oh, really? In like the same vein as Step Brothers, or I mean, Step Brothers was very very funny. I don't know if it was, this was that that funny, but uh, it was just like a well, raunchy sex comedy, <laughs> if I remember correctly. Okay, <laughs> I had no idea that it was even a comedy. I thought maybe it was like uh, oh really? What was that movie where the dude had to like re the the what the lady every day she woke up and her memory was reset, so she had to like watch that tape dates. about like being married or whatever. Fifty first dates. Yeah, I think so. I've yeah. never even seen Fifty First Dates, but it sounds like I it think I thought it was because like, it's like forgetting. I don't know. I thought it was like one of those. I thought it was a uh, a Friends with Benefits, Benefits with Friends situation where those two movies came out at like the same time or the same thing. I thought it was. Oh uh, yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, this is. Um, I mean, it's Judd Apatow, so it's uh, you know, it's the same guy who did Knocked Up, so very okay. much in the same vein. Uh, but it has that one uh, wacky Brit. Isn't he the main character? <laughs> the one wacky Brit. <laughs> the Russell singular Brand. one. There's many wacky Brits. <laughs> uh, he's one of the wackiest. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He's I, like the main you mean wacky Russell Brand. Brand he's one of, he's, he might be my favorite wacky Brit. Yeah, Russell Brand. That's why I said. I really hope that wacky doesn't mean something like worse over across the pond. Because I, I know some words do. Like, <laughs> out of the blue. It's like, oh, wow, that's actually Wait, mean. what does out of the blue mean across the pond? Oh, my goodness. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I want to get to uh, what we've been watching this week. Uh, or, I mean, our, our uh, <laughs> what's her name? Our Kristen Bell shows this week. So let me tell you a little bit about her early life. Bell was born in 1980 in Huntington Woods, Michigan. Her mother, Laurel, is a registered nurse, and her father, Tom Bell, works as a television news director in Las Vegas. Just before her first year of high school, Bell's parents decided to remove her from the public school system, and she attended Shrine Catholic High School, where she took part in the drama and music club. During her time at the school, she won the starring role in the school's 1997 production of The Wizard of Oz. Of course, she got Dorothy. And uh, she also appeared in productions of Fiddler on the Roof, Lady Be Good, and Little Abner. In 1998, she graduated. Belle was named the yearbook's best-looking girl by senior class vote. Must be nice. <laughs> Must be Nobody nice. voted me the prettiest girl. I, I often <laughs> wonder... Like, cause I feel like I see it in TV and media and stuff, but I like have no touchstone for yearbook accolades <laughs> and I can never like, I believe, I believe you, you just told me this on our podcast. I believe you, but like, had you told me that off air, I would have not known if that was a joke or not. Because, That's a like, thing in yearbooks, like class clown and most likely to be arrested. Or I mean, something. that's what I, television that has mean. taught me, but I'm yeah. just saying I've not seen it. I've not seen the evidence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I get what you're, I get what you're saying. Uh, shortly after her high school graduation, Bell moved to New York City and attended the New York University's uh, Tisch School of the Arts, studying musical theater. In 2002, during her senior year, Bell left a few credits shy of graduating to take on a role in the Broadway musical version of The Adventures of Tom Sawyer. Not the first person we talked about that left their 
drama school a few credits shy of graduating which i mean i guess that's pretty cool that they like just did enough school and got good enough that they you know got an offer that was good enough to leave school but that's kind of wild to be like i'm gonna do this for four years and right before you get that you know end goal just like ah career started now i'm famous yeah because it's not like it's not like they they struck fame early in high school. This is like they were about to get a degree. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, "Well, I don't, I don't need to do that because now I'm on Broadway." I don't know. I wonder who she played. Tom Sawyer. I have a little factoid for you guys. Um, according to Kristen Bell's Instagram, she is the heiress to the Taco Bell throne. What? <laughs> nice. That's actually of all of her roles, that is my favorite. I'm gonna say it now. I know we're gonna talk about a lot of great TV shows. That's what we're here to do. But that is my favorite role. K Bell is Queen Bell yeah. of the T Bell. Yeah. I love it. So the first major project that we're going to talk about today is veronica mars uh which obviously Kristen bell plays the main part for 72 episodes veronica mars is an american teen noir mystery drama television series that is a lot of words regarding basically just like a teen drama that's a i think that's a new one (laughs) i think delectable word soup (laughs) yeah yeah exactly what was it the 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 fantasy doctor last week <laughs> fantasy <laughs> yeah, yeah. And now we got a teen noir <laughs> noir mystery drama television so it brought to you by Ron <laughs> it basically follows around uh, a young girl who is the daughter of a private investigator pre- who was previously a sheriff of the town of neptune which is a fictitious town fictitious town in california um, I watched an episode of this. I know it was pretty popular. Israel, you had mentioned that they crowdfunded a movie for it, so it had to be pretty popular, at least in a cult way, for that to happen. Well, yes. it came back twice. Yeah, yeah, came yeah. came back as a movie. It, it's, it's got that Futurama then story, basically. Fourth season. So like you said, definitely a, a passionate fan base. Yeah. And... Um, I guess I can see why. Like it is, it is very much. At least I got like Karate Kid vibes from the way that the protagonists interact Ooh. with like the antagonists. It was very much like Karate Kids to me. Maybe that's just because there's motorcycles involved, but that's definitely the vibe I got on Ep One. No, <laughs> no, it's that. It's it's. I mean, sure, it is that, but it's that. It's that era of like writing and humor. Because, so here's how Veronica Mars struck me was like, and I don't, I think all shows are for anybody provided it's something you're into. I'm not trying to say there's like girl shows and boy shows, but I don't have an older sister. I don't. I have two younger sisters. They're great. I think if I had an older sister, this might be her favorite show. It's just like, <laughs> it's like a weird, I feel like it's a bunch of like late nineties uh, like '90s kid nostalgia dump. I don't know because it was made. It was like it came out in 2004, so I guess it's really not that far out of the late '90s. But I still feel like the the style of it was hearkening. They were like, "Hey, didn't you think like Buffy the Vampire Slayer was was the coolest girl? And you wanted to be her? Like that's who I feel like the show was made for. And that can be anybody. But I feel like timing wise, it just it it fit it honestly it felt so dated to me but in a way that i liked in a way that i enjoy watching disney channel home movies like it just had this like weird datedness to how how they were doing how they were speaking how they were framing shots how the lighting was how they were setting up episode tropes the fact that this is like a 24 year old playing a 17 year old like every bit of it was just like such a nostalgia dump for me okay uh is this show because i watched the first episode i'd never i'd never watched it before is this just like 2000s nancy drew that's what it feels like to me 
Just like kind of. Totally. I think it's. Wrap it I up, think put it's a like a little. It. I just described it. I feel like. Yeah, I mean, it's a little more. Obviously, I guess I understand why they used the word noir. It's a little darker than you would expect, like a Nancy Drew book or movie. But yeah, to it's be. a little gritty. Yeah. Yeah, it's two thousands gritty Nancy Drew. She's a little bit more world weary, has gone through more things than like, you know, nineteen seventies Nancy Drew books. But that's what it feels like to me. Yeah. With like especially like, like I think Nancy Drew's dad is a cop like too. Per, yeah. I mean, if if we're gonna tie this back to the two thousands, she has basically the exact same haircut as chloe sullivan in smallville which i think came out at the exact same time <laughs> i so here's the thing you look at that show and it says 2004 to 2019 and then now you have 2019 in your brain and you start it and it's like so very 2004 yeah if not 2001 <laughs> 1999 it's it's so all right so i have all these i have all these thoughts about the show being so dated to the to the, to its very core but i know that there was this movie revival and then a final season revival in 2019 and that's got to be different obviously there's some sort of time change so i decided after watching a couple episodes of season one of veronica mars to go watch the first episode of the final season where it's adult veronica and they're you know getting back to the town and here we go again and I really think it must have been, you know, the passionate fan base. It is made for the fans. There was You're just... telling me something made in 2004 or 2019 looks like 04? Yeah. <laughs> there, there was just like, I don't know, a, a, so many different things. I don't remember them all. I know there was a, a dude who was going to be like, the asshole character at a club on spring break for the, for the episode. And he like gets to a bar. He like walk, like all his boys and him like walk up to a, a busy club bar and he like slaps the bar and it's like 10 shots of Jaeger. And the bartender is immediately like coming up and just starts like dumping a bot. Like, and he's just like taking shot after shot. It wasn't like for all his boys. I mean, maybe it was, I don't know. He's just like downing shots and it cuts away. Like ten shots of Jaeger in this busy packed club, and he's immediately like, "Sounds good." I'm like, what? The hell? I'm pretty sure it's an Ill- uh, it's illegal for a bartender to give ten shots to one right? one alone and person. Then there's also so. To be fair, there is this thing where there's an ongoing like, oh, we're trying not to use the f word, so we're saying cuss, and they're like, "What the cuss?" Oh, no. <laughs> but. There is a, like a straight up kind of, kinda, but there's a straight up proposal, proposal of marriage, of marriage, and the response is WTC, dude. <laughs> Meaning, what I can only cuss? assume. I can only assume <laughs> oh, no. what the cuss, and I was like. Oh, so you didn't change anything. You made it exactly, you made it like exactly like Still trying cheesy. to talk like this is how the kids would talk in 2004. And yeah. like taking that same vibe <laughs> to, to a 2019 show. I, I don't like, I, right. I immediately was like, I get it. I know who this is made for and I get why it's popular and they've really fucking killed it. I don't think it's me, but I'm still enjoying it. It, yeah, yeah, it's um, it so wacky. One thing, first off, this uh, this aired for like two seasons on UPN, yeah, and then yeah, like yeah. a final season on the WB. I thought yeah, that was interesting. Yeah, yeah. But one thing that one observation I made, which I think it might go beyond Veronica Mars. Now that I think about it, is that the way in like the late '90s and early 2000s they portray the high school. Uh, you know, lunchroom or like the high school quad or whatever is the exact same way that they portray prisons. Like, yeah, it yeah. just felt like <laughs> oh, the like she when the she's portrayal at lunch, of the school is so crazy. Yeah, when it's she's at so lunch, crazy. she's like, there's like a biker gang and these there's guys a biker are like gang. threatening to like <laughs> expose themselves. There's a, a point, teenager and I, they're just like no adults until the last second and i'm just like 
what the what this is not what high school's like so, last time no. i checked you know, you know how much not like high school it is so yeah. she so she knows i guess because of her connections to her dad and the police force um who was going to get there's there's random locker searches but it's like a specific person like a student their name called to have the police officer come look in their locker and she knows who it's going to be in advance so when it's her turn her locker's empty and then when there's this like guy she hates they go to open his locker and there's just like a bong sitting there and they're like oh well you're in trouble now and they take the bong and walk it they take it to a room Label. There's a door. It's like a closet. There's a door that says evidence, and they take it yeah. in there. Yeah. And the, then Veronica Mars outside activates a little thing on like a remote, and then like a smoke bomb that was implanted in the bong goes off. So, so the fire department gets called, and they bust in there. And she's asked a fire department buddy to steal something <laughs> from the evidence room for it's, her. It's, wow. Dude, and like I'm just like I'm just I'm just on like I totally get it. I totally get it. It's not what I thought it was, but I totally get it and I get why it's popular. I get it's, why it kick started a movie. Like no, dude, I get it too. Like it's I, so I, cheesy, but I like I'm here for it. it. It's even further it's even worse than that. So <laughs> everything you said is correct, but it's not an evidence locker at the school, that bong makes it to the evidence locker of the Neptune they Police Department. The, the PD, right? It goes straight there, yeah. unchecked. They just set a bong with a smoke bomb yeah. with some sort of remote activator in the police department. And the police, I guess... They call the fire department and just let yeah. them in. I don't know. I guess and then that the, is, the, maybe that is how it would work. One of but. her dad's buddies commits a felony by swapping out evidence in the evidence locker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that in a court case, instead of a videotape playing of some shoplifting, the videotape plays and it's the prosecuting lawyer uh, hiring or the prosecuting uh uh, police officer like getting in a car with a prostitute. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, okay. oh, I don't know what this is. I guess, I guess, mistrial. Oh, I guess so. Like what? It's not mistrial. It's who fucked with our evidence. Yeah. Yeah. Am I wrong, or is that there's a, just a thing? Like '90s and early 2000s, the high the high school schoolyard and the prison yard were portrayed almost exactly the same in film. Yeah, I feel like now, like. I saw that and it made me think of other times I'd like seen high school portrayed. Is that why everyone hates school? Because media is telling us it's prison. Well, I think school sucks mm. in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, it is. But, school uh, is kind of like prison. You got to be there for a really long time. It sucks on its own. It doesn't need to be portrayed bad. <laughs> I mean, but there is like some weird. <laughs> I'm too cool school yeah he does. it's often been said about me yeah <laughs> so, i get it he says it's that. often been said about me <laughs> all of that being said about veronica mars i probably will watch more even though it's as cheesy as it was <laughs> yeah there is there is something <laughs> that's kind of how i feel yeah like it is it's it's quite bad compared to like modern television, but something, some like nostalgic thing is tugging at my heart in that show. Yes. <laughs> there is, there it, is something very endearing about that show. Yeah. And I don't know if it's just Kristen Bell. Cause she is a very endearing actress and person. Uh, but uh, yeah, so, I, I kind of want to watch more of it too, even though I think it's, there's a lot of uh, stuff to um, ridicule. I think yeah. I think it's because we're getting older, boys. Oh, we're just old, Ben. No, harkening here, back here's to what our I think youth. it is. That basically, <laughs> yeah. like, I like watching TV that's nostalgic for my parents with my parents, and yeah. it gives me a specific nostalgia era. And I also like that with my grandparents and their shows, and like they are different. They're a different era and a different vibe. And like, I feel like this is an example of us be like this is a show that's like our childhood era of shows so we're like oh yeah like it's a a cheesy thing but this is how like shows were when i was coming up i get that i get that i could yeah 
Yeah, I 100% agree. I think that's what it is. I think the sole reason I'm drawn to that show to rewatch it or continue watching it is the nostalgia. It's It has nothing else to do with the production value yeah. or anything. It's very good. I just like, I hope that, uh, what's his, what, what is, what is his name? The dad. I hope he's doing well, but he's just, I'm, I see an on site. I'm like, early 2000s. <laughs> the guy who plays Veronica Mars dad. Yeah. 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 He was everywhere in like the nineties and early two thousands. Uh, I can't even remember what else I've seen uh, him in, but Enrico, it's like so many things. Uh Calantoni. Wow. I, ju- I just dove right into the deep end. That's his name. But you know, exactly. Like I know I've seen him around, but I'm sure on all those shows. But uh let's press forward here. Um so I don't want to I don't want to talk too much about heroes, but I do want to remind everyone that Kristen Bell was in was a main character in season two of Heroes, and I guess a little bit of a spoiler alert uh, recurring in season three as well. She so she was in Heroes. Heroes, if you don't remember, it's kind of like if you don't feel like watching Lost, then you watch this. And that's heroes. Um, and then also, uh, Gossip Girl. Gossip Girl is a big one. We're not going to dig into it because Kristen Bell's not on screen as Gossip Girl. Kristen Bell is the Bob Saget to the uh, How I Met Your Mother that Gossip Girl is. She's the narrator. So is she um, like one of the main characters all grown up? She's the Gossip Girl. Oh, I don't even know which girl is the gossip one. Well, <laughs> which one is it? Do you want is me to spoil like, it for you or not? Is because that the big spoiler at it, the end of the show? Is yes, like, which the, is the one that was gossiping? Yes. Is that re- wait? That's real? Yes. Oh, okay. I was making a joke. I didn't oh, know that was real. That's the show. <laughs> Who was it? It's, <laughs> I'll never watch it. It's a boy. <laughs> is it really? <laughs> So it's not called, it should be called Gossip Boy, right? I'm pretty sure that's the big twist. I don't know. Oh, Gossip Girl fans come at me, but I I was told, that's what I was told. <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, so the next big thing that we're going to talk about is House of Lies. This show aired from 2012 to 2016. Um, it's an American comedy television series created by Matthew Carnahan. The show is based on a book. Uh, called House of Lies, How Management Consultants Steal Your Watch and Then Tell You the Time, written by Martin Kinn, uh, former consultant at Booz Allen Hamilton, which is like some, you know, vaulty marketing consulting whatever. It's, you know, jargon. But uh, uh, I really uh, like the title of that book. I, I, do, I haven't I read do it, too. but I'm interested That's in it. That's a nice title. And, I, and also, speaking of just of just fun fun words, I feel like Kristen Bell's character kind of kind of a funny name. She isn't she uh, Jeannie Vanderhoeven? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Vanderhoeven. I mean, come on, Vander that's classic Hooven. comedy. Yeah, uh, dude, this show is super wild. Um, I feel like I didn't even realize that this was a comedy show until like episode two or three. Thought it was Ballers. It felt like Ballers or like uh, Bill uh, Billions. Is that what it's called? Or what's the one on HBO that's also about like super rich people doing business stuff? Oh, succession? what is it, Thomas? You love it. Succession. Super, super rich business people. Like it just it just kind of felt like that. And uh yeah. I watched like the first I, I ended up getting really into it and it takes a second, but um it has like really snappy editing. I think Don Cheadle's great in this, and it's about like consulting uh companies, I guess, that are hired by million dollar billion dollar companies like how can we make our business better and it's just like a consulting firm and they tell you like how to get out of this pr fiasco or how to raise profits or whatever um and i think you know of course i'm sure a lot of it is very dramatized for tv but it is very interesting because like this isn't a fictional job like people do this and just like the inner workings of business and just how greedy and corrupt 
like the one percent is is uh kind of crazy to see on um on film and it, it eventually does get pretty funny i i did eventually laugh out loud a few times but it took me getting past you know the first two episodes i felt like it was the most cheatily cheatle show <laughs> i've ever cheated <laughs> How many shows have you cheatled, dude? I'm just saying that, like, <laughs> if I could distill Cheetle's uh, vibe and humor into a show, I think this is it. And, like, you know, I hope he feels that way, too, because he was in it. I know I don't believe he was a writer for it, but just, like, his style of humor, I don't know. It seemed like this show was written for Cheetle from what I can from what I've seen so far. Like, it would still be interesting and funny and cool if it was someone else, but I don't imagine it would be as good with anyone else. Hmm. Okay. I get I, that. I, like, I think the, like, the style, the break and cut to, like, the the scene freeze frames and he talks to the camera, uh, just like the, the... I don't know from the from the fact that he's a, a businessman, but doing these crashed. I, I, I just mean, like everything I guess ground up. Personally, so I Cheadle. I haven't seen Don Cheadle and very much besides. Isn't he in Iron Man? Isn't he, a, he an Avenger? Yeah, am I wrong? Yeah, he was. He was. Of course, he's in Iron Man and he's an Avenger. I don't know. When you're like, this is Cheadle's humor. I'm just like, I have. I I just know this in Iron Man. I think. Okay, I mean, I mean that, that's totally fair. Maybe, I guess I just uh, uh, maybe I like the man more than you. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, the the oceans movies. Oh, is he in the ocean oceans movies? Right. I mean, I certainly I hope so because I'm <laughs> saying that. Uh, no, but I do get like it seems like uh, Don Cheadle yeah. as the main character. Uh, wrote the show because it's like all about how i mean he's how, also algae rhythm well like every woman in this show wants to have sex with him yeah everybody he's making millions of dollars he says the coolest things at the coolest times like it, it feels like a show that you would write for yourself like i'm gonna be the coolest character in this show uh but yeah i don't know him from a bunch of stuff and i think he's really cool He's really good in this show. But I do think um, one thing that really, you know, kept this show going for me uh, in the first two episodes, because it wasn't the comedy that was drawing me. It was like, you know, learning about this, you know, consulting kind of job and how shady, uh, uh, you know, upper management rich people are. But I, the editing style is one thing that really drew me to it because it's it's weird the way they do it because so like you know they'll do in the middle of the show it, it'll freeze everything in the background and don Cheadle will talk to the camera and explain a thing or a situation or how a business aspect works uh sometimes he grabs the camera and like you know you see his hands grab the camera and he'll drag it around but so so that happens the freeze frames happen but also sometimes everything around him will happen naturally and he'll still have a monologue to the camera and yeah. there's no like rhyme or reason as to why sometimes it's frozen and why sometimes he just talks at the camera i don't know it's very interesting and it's really snappy and quick and um i'm very much liking this show i think this one's my favorite one that i've seen this week and it is you know it's a it's showtime so it's very raunchy and um, there's a lot of nudity in it, so maybe don't watch it with children. You know, of course it's it's M A, but it's uh it's very interesting. Definitely has my attention. Well, it wouldn't be a Kristen Bell episode if we didn't talk about the Good Place. We've ta actually talked about the Good Place a lot before. I think mostly in our Ted Danson episode, but also in our Michael Schur episode. Because, of course, um, they both worked on it. But Ted Danson and Kristen Bell are the main characters of Good Place. I've seen this entire show, front to back. It's fantastic. If you haven't seen it, you should absolutely watch it. If you don't remember, it's like a fantasy comedy where it's sort of an afterlife situation um, where, you know, it's the quote-unquote good place. Or is it? 
and and all the shenanigans with all these sort of afterlife jokes and oh man it's just so good i don't know that we should i don't like i don't really want to rehash it because I, i feel like i went pretty hard on the ted danson episode i don't remember what all made it to air but yeah i want to uh, say something though yeah you know what i really appreciate about this show and they hand it to you i think in the first episode or the first two episodes uh chris and bell makes a joke about cincinnati oh she says like all you know all the good people go to heaven all the bad people go to hell what about like all the just like regular people just like didn't do anything great didn't do anything awful she's like i think that they should go somewhere that isn't great or like isn't awful they should go to cincinnati (laughs) and i love that joke so much because i have lived within a half hour of cincinnati my entire life i drive through that city all the time and nobody ever references it on television chicago new york miami los angeles so many places gets referenced on television (laughs) all the time but not cincinnati and that felt really good i do like that i do think i mean one of us has to say it do you want to say it thomas you can go ahead all right well I mean, a good mention for Cincinnati is always fun. Yeah, <laughs> it's fun. I I do want to uh, I do want to petition a change to the the definition of what this show is. I would prefer to call it a average adult religious noir fantasy comedy. I think that's a little more on the nose. Oh, you're adding <laughs> some more. not long and specific <laughs> enough. Descriptors here. Thank you, Thomas. We didn't have enough. <laughs> All right. So the next big thing that we're going to talk about is called Encore on uh, Disney Plus. It's a reality streaming series created by Jason Cohen and hosted slash executive produced by Kristen Bell and Will luck uh based on a pilot special that actually aired on abc in in uh 2017 encore reunites the cast members of high school musicals to recreate their performance years after the they originally performed uh so i've never seen this you have izzy this sounds delightful i mean like 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 you said they did that that special where it was just like a one episode thing where they reunited Are these just like random people this, like not famous like, people No absolutely 100% Okay like, that's that sounds can, awesome Can we find like evidence of this high school play and then like track down all the people who were in it and then have Kristen Bell like this professional crew have them like redo that play That sounds like very um, wholesome fun and they, like you said they did it once as like a special it was still Kristen bell like as the host of the yeah. special on abc uh where they reunited like in a 1997 south hills high school cast who did into the woods and got, <laughs> got them all back but like each so, e- i believe each episode is like a different high school cast uh, like just around the u.s so do they have the original cast do it again or do yes. they have okay that's yes the, okay. like like whoever you played as a child like that's who you're playing now and i think in some situations they get like the likely elderly retired like director of this play to like come see oh, it that's... and like see like oh, i had these kids do this when they were like <laughs> teens like that's a super cute idea. it's it's really fun it's a good show it's on nice. disney plus yeah is that uh, still around? Is that still going? I don't think it's still. I think there's just the twelve episodes. I, I but like it is fun. Well, I really do want to watch this now. I watched a lot of stuff. This I can last just week, imagine. I like I was in some high school plays. Someone like yeah, called right? me up and we're like, "Hey, <laughs> I've been in we some go, plays." There's like I guess it's like a reality TV show. I guess we're like you're gonna we're just gonna redo the play. Like what? Yeah. Also, when we do it in the audience, I don't know who all's gonna be there, but Kristen Bell will be in that audience. Like what? <laughs> yeah. Redo your childhood play with famous people watching. But that's that's the show. That's, that's fun. that sounds delightful. I want to watch it. I uh, I know we got a lot of Central Park fans out there. I mean, who doesn't love a nice animated comedy? If you didn't know, um, Kristen Bell is is Molly in in Central Park. 
Also, like we mentioned before, Gossip Girl, it like went away, came back, went away, came back. So like as recently as 2021, Kristen Bell has still been narrating for 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 Gossip Girl. Hmm, nice. Okay, but also we get this. down to the real issues. Yes, as well. Which is Thomas's favorite show, The Woman in the House Across the Street. Across wait, The Woman in the House Across the Street from the Girl in the Window. The Girl in the Window in the House across, across the, the Street, street from, from the, the Window with the, the Woman. Boy. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'd said. Yeah. The woman in the house across the street from the boy in the door next to the girl in the window and the father in the in the shifero. Yeah, but we on talked a hole, about- on a log and a frog <laughs> yeah. and a bottom and a log yeah. and the bottom of the sea. <laughs> <laughs> There's a hole. Uh, but it's it, this is Thomas's favorite show. We've talked about it a few yeah. times. Did you watch more of it this week? I have Thomas? seen every episode of this. Okay, so oh, you man. finished it. What did you think Give of it? Give me a chronological account of your feelings. <laughs> uh, we we definitely know you like when she drops her I, casseroles I love, or whatever. Oh, yeah. You were like casserole I love the, the casserole drops. There's, there's like more weird tropes surrounding the casseroles, like awkward silences and like people not knowing what to say about a casserole and like... So many casserole yeah. jokes, a bunch of wine jokes. She's like an alcoholic. How many more times does she pass out in the rain? Because she's <laughs> several. <of> the rain. <laughs> oh, okay, and like that's always good. in okay. the same spot in the middle of the road, prostrate. Like <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. Because the the character they're making fun of, they're making fun of, is agoraphobic and can't go outside. Yeah. So I I I think they they hit the nail on the head. So how how did you think it ended? Do you do you want there to be another season? Do you think they're gonna do another season? Are there other windows? Are there other girls? <laughs> uh, are there other houses so across any without other without ruining? Well, the ending. I guess the final scene really has nothing. It doesn't spoil any of the story. But I'm not gonna give you the whole ending so, story or ending uh, scene. What I am going to say is there may not be more windows, but there may be more doors. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That's cool. This is a great show for more reasons than one. It's, it's a drama tied into a comedy tied into like a horror series. It's, it's very good and not like it doesn't take itself seriously. It's extremely funny, but it is very serious as well. I I can't describe it. You just have to watch it. And I think it's a hundred percent worth a watch. Kristen Bell is excellent in this. The whole cast is very good, but I just, I was very surprised at how much I enjoyed this show. I did not expect to like it as much as I did. Well, have we finished our discussion about our good friend and well, a close friend of the show? Yeah, Kristen she's, Bell. I mean, she's sitting right there. So, yeah, yeah, we just ran out of mics. She's been smiling and nodding and supportively grabbing my shoulder and laughing as always such a classic she's uh she's a wonderful lady yeah yeah Yeah, it's been a good time but she's got to get back to dax and her kids bye kristen (laughs) 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 all right well if if you want to tell us how funny that was (laughs) uh, i'd love to know on a scale one to ten and you can tell me you can tell all of us and you can tell us that at the TV boys on Twitter. Now, <laughs> as we move on forward, we're going to reach our final segment. And that is, of course, what have you been watching this week? Does anybody feel like going first? I have both hands up. It seems like someone has both hands up. Sounds like Johnny. I have my eyes closed, so I, I don't know why I did that. But <laughs> hey, Johnny. Uh, what have you been watching this week? Okay, so I went on a documentary tear the other day, and I loved- oh, just the other day, huh? Not the last like ten years. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> just the other day specifically, I watched a whole bunch, but the one that I liked the most that stuck out to me the most is called Zero Day. I believe it's called on Amazon Prime or maybe Day Zero. I think it's called Zero Day. Um, it's about Stuxnet which is a computer virus that was made by 
um, the NSA slash cyber intelligence to target Iranian nuclear uh, facilities and to like spin out their centrifuges and sabotage them. But they did such a good job making these computer viruses that they replicated exponentially and got out of Iran and spread to every continent on the earth and caused like a big thing. And there's like a ton of people in the government who, if you ask them about Stuxnet or uh, Olympic games, as the people who made it called it, it's all so top secret and the implications are terrifying to say the least. That was uh, the first thing I wanted to talk about. I, I want to talk about that for 20 more minutes, but I can't. Uh, zero Day or Day Zero on Amazon. I cannot recommend it enough. It is so illuminating and just so crazy if you want to learn about cyber warfare. But the other thing I want to talk about, um, there's a new Severance. We have a new Severance, guys. There is a show as good as Severance right now airing. It has two episodes out. It's the new Amazon Prime TV show called Outer Range. Outer Range stars uh, the guy who played the big bad guy. I'm freaking him out. Okay, you should be freaking out, dude. You should be freaking out because this is the best thing I've seen <laughs> in so long. And I'm thinking about Severance when I say that. Outer Range has uh, Josh Brolin. Uh, the guy who played uh, the big bad guy in the Avengers. Um, what's his name? He snaps. He gets all the gems. Hey, Thanos. Thanos. So Josh Brolin like lives out in this ranch in Wyoming, and like he randomly comes upon a mysterious like perfect circle in the ground in his west pasture that just like goes down forever there's a portal to another dimension maybe you don't know what this hole is but there's people murdering each other and dumping bodies into that hole and live people going in that hole but showing back up and murder and intrigue guys this show is so good the cinematography is masterful I am like so excited about the show outer range amazon prime original please 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 watch it and please watch it with me because i am obsessed with it been going on too long izzy what have you been watching this week oh i will tell you you ready i'm on the edge of my seat this week i have been watching woke season oh, nice. two it is fantastic please do yourself a favor Watch Woke. If you haven't seen season one, obviously, do that first. Uh, the first episode, I'm not saying it's not indicative of the rest of the show, but it is a little bit uh, weirder, I feel like, than the rest of the show. But uh, don't let that stop you. Please watch Woke. It's a fun time. And you can watch that on hulu it's a i believe an fx show but i've been watching it on hulu nice well i think it brings us to that time for that classic question hey thomas what have you been watching this week this wow this me. week i don't know about wowing you but you should definitely check it out this week okay. i have been watching moon knight oh that's yeah, out. moon knight is okay. out i believe they're I believe there are three episodes that are out right now. Um, Oscar Isaacs or Isaac in in Dune. Oscar Isaacs was daddy in uh, Moon Knight. He is uh, also that and not that. He is playing a similar role to that J.K. Simmons show we watched, where he's playing two dudes. Um. Ooh. Counterpart. Yeah, counterpart. It's but it's not. It is very good. You get to see the strengths of Oscar Isaac's acting. You get to see, I mean, it's on full display, and it's really kind of naked in that way that he's playing two two separate entities um, with the same face, and it is very, very cool to see that. Um, it's a superhero movie. It's a Marvel thing. I don't really... 
I don't know. I'm not a huge Marvel fan. We've talked about it before, but it's I'm definitely intrigued. Well, I think that wraps us up for now. We've had a good time talking about Kristen Bell and many of the television shows that she has been in and made much better than they had any right to be. I think that we've also talked about a few shows that we really like that we've been watching lately, specifically Woke, Moon Knight, and Zero Day, I want to say. Yeah, Zero Day. Zero Day. Slash Outer Range. Ooh, with a slash in there. Yeah, sorry. Um, I got greedy. I think it's time for us to sign off. We've already told you where you can hit us up. Please do so. More importantly, I want you to know a couple things. The first is who I am. Thank you for listening. I'm Izzy. Who else we got here? I'm Thomas. And I'm Johnny. And if I could tell you one last thing, one last request, if you could, please go ahead, watch another episode, and we'll talk to you next week. We love you, listener, and I don't have you.